Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Burrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ. What up, what up, what up, though? What's happening? I know what's going on. <laughs> if y'all would have been backstage, you would have yeah. been Paul too. What the yeah, Chris, Chris got right. out of here with a little, like a, uh, a roach when the lights get cut on. He just said, oh. Boy, get body. turn on the lights. Roaches <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's another Wednesday. Another Wednesday. You already know what time it is. Another episode of Sports Sushi. Sports Sushi, nigga. All right? You know what I'm saying? Look, if you tuned in... Like my boy about to tell you, man, look, you better like and subscribe, better hit that bell. Ding, ding, bitch. Hit it. As previously stated, like, subscribe, and hit that bell. Ding, ding, bitch. Let's talk to sports. The only <laughs> podcast that cares about what you got to say, because shit, we ain't talking to nobody else. I'm exactly. talking. You want to talk about it? All, right. All right, look, man. Um, so, you know, we get this episode, we're going to be geared a little bit more towards... Can I jump it off with this boogie? If y'all see me wipe my nose, I don't do cocaine. Like, I have my nieces and nephews and my and my daughters in the building. And, oh, like, yeah. kids are, like... Germs. They're, like, little... They're, like, little atomic bombs, bro. Like... Oh, germs. Yeah. All they do is sneeze around you. And you get you get the flu or something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you, you if you see me... You know what Not I'm saying? Not only like, that. You know, their fingers are eternally sticky. With God, God bro. Eternally <laughs> sticky. Bro, God I told... I told I made, bro, and I got, my daughter's five and seven, bro. So I got, like, I made the worst decision. They're at that age where they can get on the sticks, bro. So I was like, yeah, you can play my game. My youngest favorite color is blue, just like mine, bro. And she, what did she do? Sees the blue it's controller. Blue. I want to use that one. Can I tell you, first night used, controller got drag on it. It's sticky. It's got little, little, little fingerprints on it. You know they belong to. There's only one person with fingerprints they belong to. I don't know, bro. But they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. hey, hey, buy your kids you know, their own system. Shit. Yeah. It's rough. They yeah. sneeze on you, break your stuff. They, they don't care. They just don't yeah, care. Like, I just had my uh, my nephew uh, come around uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, and, yeah, man, they are 100% just little atomic bombs of, of, of germs. And the first thing he wanted to do is he wanted to come in, you know, let me play. Let me play. Said, no, bro. no, bro. Wait, I, wait, I, you, I, forgot, I, you forgot. You forgot. I was going to say, you forgot. Let me play. Oh, yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I, I bought you a switch for your birthday. It's like, why don't you go play that? Like, bro, we was on zombies today. My homeboy bought his son two Xboxes. He on the zombies on the five with him. We can't even play with him. And then he complaining about me. Why are you dying, Big Thirty? Why are you dying? I'm like, cause we have no organization. You know me. Yeah. I talk to a kid like an adult. We have no organization, MJ. Yeah. We gotta get this ignored. I can't hear. But anyways, yeah. go ahead and tell them boys the rundowns. We can get to the show before I tell y'all about the weird things in my life. I play right. video games with my nine-year-old nephews. <laughs> All right. So speaking of video games, it's kind of the topic we're going to be talking about here. Most specifically, we're going to focus in on Madden, like we did last year. But I think the show is probably going to sing a different tune uh, about uh, our expectations and looking forward to this uh, particular release, Madden. Um, these will be based off various things. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, the NFL uh, leading into uh, 
the uh, main topics of the show. Then we know we have our best stamp of segment, like always. Um, so before we even get into that, Chris, go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. What's good, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by the good people at BetStamp, which is helping thousands of people win in sports betting for free. That's right. You heard me. Free. F-R-E-E. Free. All right. The same way travelers use Google Flights and Expedia to find the best prices, bettors now can use the same through the BetStamp app. When you place a bet, the odds are given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even though you're betting at the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts and the differences can be huge. You're talking thousands of dollars. But fortunately for you, the good people at BetStamp have your back, okay? So BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see the different odds that the game gives you, game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, bet stamp users win an extra thousand dollars and over yearly just by line shopping. We can't tell you that this is a fucking game changer. What's good everybody? All right, welcome back, welcome back. So look, we already talked to you about what you're gonna get into a little bit into this show, but uh before you know like we just said in the announcements, you know, use that uh, code, that bet stamp code sushi. At any time you're about to sign up, even if you forget, hit that code, put it in, sushi, anytime, anytime anywhere. All right, so look, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into this day in sports. So, Russ, what do you have for today? As uh, you already know, I got to load it up. These, this day in sports is going to be about Cal Ripken Jr. Because on this day, hey, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me back up. Because I started out and I was like, yo. This is going to be this dance for us. As always, I got to give a shout out to baseball because baseball is fucking awesome. We're going to talk about it at least once in every program. All right, so on this, until football season, on this day in sports, we got Cal Ripken Jr. in 1991 plays his 1500th consecutive game. That's right, people. A man in this day and age, that would not even be thought of, but a man played 1500 games in a row. In a row. You need one more? In a row. In a row. Look, man. With Cal Ripken, man, like I was never uh, just a committed baseball, you know, a watcher of the baseball, you know, shit like even aficionado is like yeah. the, what they like to be called. Yeah, yeah. aficionados. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, but the one thing I do remember about baseball was that I used to eat Frosted Flakes as a kid a lot, and they featured baseball um, heavily in their their advertisements. Also, I would get like these little cards or these little stickers and shit like that, and It'll be, you know, stories about Nolan Ryan, Cal Ripken Jr., and I'll just sit there while I eat my, my cereal on Sunday morning reading the back of the cereal box, which is probably a lost art today. Yes. Um, I mean, you got one, it's, it's obsolete now. Yeah, it's obsolete. And, you know, one of the things was, you know, I always read with the facts uh, for Cal Ripken uh, Jr. And I, one thing I, I learned as, you know, I got older was that this motherfucker's old and he is still playing. Like, I think whenever uh, – yeah, gray hair. It, was, it looked gray to me. It could have been like very light blonde, but oh, it was, it was light blonde to gray. He was old one yeah, time. We got yeah, to watch him. He was, him. Old, he was old when he entered the league. Yeah. So whenever, whenever I was getting those uh, those cereal box uh, uh, you know, uh, sessions in, yeah, he 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 was old then. And I was he's like the Morgan Freeman of baseball. He was yeah. been old since the day that he started playing. But 
Be that as it may, shout out to Cal Ripken Jr. Shout out to those that play in the regular season and shout out to those that don't take games off. That's no shout. I mean, no shot at anybody. That's just in sports general as fans, read the bios. You know what I'm saying? We like to watch you guys play. So shout out to those that play. True indeed. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get over to the NFL. Uh, so we're, it's going to be me and uh, Russ. Hopefully Chris will chime in. I know he's going to chime in with a couple of these. Oh, he is. These topics, he and, you know, as usual, Sterling has finished up business elsewhere. He will join a short to Lee. He pimping, y'all. He pimping. He got his. No, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, man. Um, all right. So if you haven't heard, uh, D-Hop finally uh, ended his uh, weight, his free agency uh, weight. He don't want to win. And he signed with the Tennessee Titans. And, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee Boogie, as, where as, wide receivers go to die. That's, that's, that's <laughs> from anywhere true. from Randy Moss to Robert Woods. Yeah, man. You uh, go to Tennessee, you just trying to get a check. You ain't trying. I to saw Titans game. fans bitching on Twitter. Tannehill's still their starting quarterback. Is that accurate? Uh, hey, yes, yes, Chris. Yes. yes, I thought he was. He's like, no. man, he's like Bruno though. He's like Bruno and Encanto. We don't talk about. We don't talk about Ryan. <laughs> we just. He just lives. He just lives in the airspace. He just lives in the airspace of the Tennessee Titans organization. Who made that bad throw? Quarterback? Oh, I mean, you know, uh, when did they draft him? Uh, Malik Willis was in the second yeah, round. Yeah, but I heard he's trash. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Malik. But yeah, you, the way the NFL goes now, there's one thing we do know. And we're going to know if you at least got promise or you're good or they want to keep you. And as of right now, things may change. He may work out and get better. But as of right now, if Malik Willis – had any chance of starting and being good, they would have put him in the game and or would have put him in a starter role for this season until Ryan Tannehill kick rocks. And we're going to get into why that is later when we talk about the, the different salary cuts and stuff like that. But, yeah, for, 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 for what we know, unless you're playing Madden, Malik Willis trash right now <laughs> at, this point, at this moment in time. Yeah. So is Ryan Tannehill to go? Or I'm not gonna let's not even say to go. Because no. Ryan Tannehill, if you if you couldn't get one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the in the NFL, Ryan Tannehill wouldn't be your pick until you got to probably number 17, 18, maybe. Like he just he's a guy that can start. He can start. He's good enough. I remember one time when I was young, I asked a person, I was like, yo, man, he played for a team, and the guy looked at me and said, Hey, good enough. <laughs> like, like he got a roster spot, but like he's not really a game changer. So my question would be this: Would you rather Tannehill or Andy Dalton? Ooh, I mean, I, mean, I got really a little, look... I got a little ahead, emotional attachment to Andy Dalton. He got he broke the playoff drought more than any other Bills quarterback did in seventeen years. So that's one vote for Andy. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say, you know what? At least I know Ryan. I don't know. I, I, he's, he's can, I, can, I, can, can I can I start someone else? <laughs> like, like, can I can I, I I'll play a I'll play a running back. We'll run Wildcat. And like we'll so, run Wildcat. So no, in all seriousness, I take I take Andy Dalton because yeah. Andy Dalton has at least proven yeah. that even though he's not not capable of going like to those upper levels, he can maintain a spot in a division and get a team to the playoffs like you did with the Bengals for them years of AJ Green. And he'll throw the and he'll throw your his best player the ball. Ryan Tannehill may not do that. I can see that. Like I, I agree with that. And you know watching Andy Dalton um last year when he uh when he played for the Saints it was it was so a lot of uh, he wasn't bad but he wasn't great and it was yes. 
he was kind of like the sounds just, like Andy Dalton. Yeah, just the yes! of just he's literally <laughs> yes, yeah. like 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 I'm gonna smoke it. But it's yeah. a better question. Yeah, no. Is there any difference between <laughs> Andy Dalton and Ryan Tannehill? They're like the same. No, that's why it's so hard. They're the same archetype. Yeah, they are. Yeah. The only difference is the only difference is Andy Dalton has shown us. He has shown us. He yeah, can get you a plow multiple times. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose, but he's gonna get you the plow. There, there's Brian like Tannehill this, is this, this typical generic white quarterback. Man, he's not great. He's not too good. He doesn't but do anything athletic. special. <laughs> he, he can't even run fast. Most of these guys are aren't, well, aren't athletic. They're statues. Well, They're Ryan, just that kind of same, Ryan is. same guy. <laughs> Tannehill Ryan is. is a little bit, Tannehill was a wide receiver. No, not Chris. He was a wide receiver under uh, Mike Sherman. Tannehill started with the Dolphins. He's played the Titans. We've played him a number of times. I know who he is. Nobody's going into the game plan like, oh, we got to make sure Andy Dalton doesn't okay. get out we're of the pocket on us. We're not, we're not saying that about Ryan. We're just saying <laughs> if, you, if you were to match Ryan yeah. up with Andy Dalton, Ryan yeah. Tannehill is way more athletic. Danny yeah, Dalton. I mean, but 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 he sucks at playing quarterback. So I mean, would you consider Tom Brady way more mobile than Dan Marino? No, I would consider Dan Marino way more mobile. I would consider every quarterback that has ever played in the NFL, except for Peyton Manning, which we can argue it is more mobile than Tom Brady. I've never really seen Dan Marino run either, so I can't really say. So you know that that's a that's a head. You know what? You know what? My memory is vague on Dan, but I remember seeing Tom, and that shit was yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad <laughs> Excuse me. Tom runs like – Tom used to run like, why do I have to do this? This is not a part of my job description, and it hurts. Yeah. I know I don't like this. Tom, he had a career average of like 2.3 yards. Yeah, hey, I, I QB, he could QB sneak the fuck out that bitch, though. I tell you that much. Did he finally hit like a thousand and like thousand yards rushing like year twenty or something like that? Yeah, if you do a yeah. hundred yards for twenty years. Yeah, and you know it's like I was sitting there, that, that, to me that was the most shocking stat that I've heard from Tom Brady was that he has a thousand yards rushing, even over twenty years. If you've seen him run hundred, how one thousand one hundred twenty three yards? Yeah, how do you eke out eleven hundred yards, dude? Like. Like to me, because you longevity, you fall forward enough times. Yeah, thank you. You fall forward if you get if you get a yard. If you play what's, twenty years, you what's the attempt on that, Chris? I mean, uh, I'm make, me, make me deep dive here. Yeah, that that's what I want to know is really what the attempts are on those uh those numbers. His average be like one point uh, seven. Six hundred ninety three attempts for a one point six yard average. I was close. There we go. At 1. Hey, 7. There you go. Hey, he got one. Yeah, he, he averaged three point four yards a game. There's a nice over under. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot believe we just, we just tried to break down Andy Dalton and, and Ryan Tannehill. I mean, look, but, hey, why not? I'm just saying. But anyway, he hop has went to the Tennessee Titans. All right. Um, and as some bum ass shit, I'm as, sorry. As I like D Hop. I want to watch D Hop like compete. That's a bum ass shit. They're yeah. gonna pay you, so I can't hate like like that because they're gonna because obviously it was money. Because if anybody would have given him some paper that was had a chance, a remote chance of winning, like he would have gone. But D Hop don't care who his quarterback is, so he probably still gonna perform or not. It's the what do you, what do you put the over under on for catches he has this season? Oh, they're gonna target the fuck out of him. Um, yeah, catches. Yeah, but all right, they, yeah. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, about um, what, sixty. What if I put it at seventy one? Where do you guys land? Under. I said under. I think I think he's gonna be in the sixty. Oh, range. under. Yeah, I think, oh, think sixty eight is where he ends up. Yeah. I think he's gonna be in sixty range. Yeah, uh, man. Tennessee he, is not. Hey, look, 
Mike Verbal has no interest in losing games. And until Derrick Henry says, I'm tired, like, he not finna get that ball up. And then you got Traylon Burks. I'm thinking he gets about 45, 50. And he's probably, and with it being Tennessee and being older, this ain't no shade. D-Hop, you nice as hell, but you going to Tennessee. So you're probably going to end up getting nicked up. You're probably going to miss hmm. some snaps and games. So, like, he probably going to end up around, like, 45. No shade to him, though. But Tennessee is not the place you want to go if you want to win. It's the place you want to go to serve out your double and triple and covered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely gonna look at double coverage. And you know, hey, man, well, I mean, the other three cover Hopkins. That's my. I mean, stuff. I mean, even I mean, even if he doesn't, though, guys, he's playing with Burke. So like, Tennessee's obviously gonna look at this and say, "We got D Hop, but we want Burks to grow." So we're gonna obviously try to target him as well. And if Burks even gets to 70, 80 catches, they're going to have to target him, what, 100, 110 times? You know what I'm saying? Which is going to take – so I'm thinking D-Hop's going to end up around like 48, 50. Like, and it's not going to be because he's sorry. It's because the Titans ain't going to be that good. And they're going to run the ball mm-hmm. a lot and throw it to a younger guy because, like y'all said, double coverage or teams are going to at least start out like we're going to pay attention to D-Hop. Yeah, sure I mean, Ryan Tannehill's not good. He's He's not good, but he's not stupid. So he's not going to just throw the ball to the defense. So I just think with all that combined, and hey, fifty, maybe fifty-five. I might be, I might be, I might be hating, but I'll say I this: I know Chris said uh, sixty-eight. You're saying like fifty-five. I think it's going to be like low sixties. That's that's kind of what I, I think if he plays all be. every game. Yes, if he stays healthy and he I plays every game. I mean, yeah, this man's thing. calling from the shop. Hey, what's hey. good, brother? Where you at? What's happening? Where you at? Yeah, me and the kids be on the road, man. We, oh, uh, hey, that's, hey, you on the train? Yeah, Denver. Are you in Dallas? Denver. Oh, yeah, Denver. Denver. Yeah. I just saw that, like that, that, that train. And I was like, that looked like the one at DFW. It does. Look like <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, we got Sterling uh, chiming in with us, man. D Hop just signed with the Titans, man. What are your impressions? I know he's gonna kill him, dog. He's gonna kill him. <laughs> Hey, listen, we, we know D-Hop wasn't about uh, trying to go to a winning team, going to a team where you could compete for a Super Bowl. I know that. Where'd he go? So, going with the Titans, I mean, he should have went with the Chiefs of the field. I mean, it's, it's pretty evident. It's pretty clear. He, he kind of he, he missed the ball on that. So, how are you going to come out in politics talking about you want to play with Josh Allen, you want to play with Patrick Mahomes, and then you're going to sign with the Titans? Or Ryan could you know, the teams even that? offer $10 million, though? Like they oh, couldn't even come close, oh, not even like fifty percent. It ain't gonna cut. Yeah, like yeah, that that is a good point, Sterling. You know, he did come in, he did come out there. Uh, was it a pivot or IM athlete? Um, and did say that hey, you know, these are the guys I want to play with. Boom, boom, boom. Gave us a little rundown list and had chances to play with these guys, but you know, I guess the purse came first, as they say in the pimp pimping world. Um, and that's he what he brought to us. He got like. He got like thirteen million a year from yeah, the Titans. Uh, Titans, okay. Yeah, like, so like you know, oh, I think we. Yeah, like, I think we all agree. Like Sterling said, he had no interest of getting a dub. Like this is no shade to him. Like this is a, this was purely a business deal. Like you probably looking at these other teams, probably gonna ask what what were, what were y'all offering them, Sterling Chris? What they made? The Bills yeah. don't even have Bills two million in cap space. Yeah, oh, you can move money around. Hard. From what I heard, the Bills are going to offer him six mil. And they six? Give him, uh, and okay, so, but, but, so, like I said, 
he ain't he ain't out here trying to take a seven million dollar loss because pretty much it was y'all. You know what I'm saying? It was pretty much y'all because I don't know what the Chiefs were offering them. Y'all do know what the Bills were offering, but I would I, think if, if I read somewhere that the Chiefs, the Chiefs were, were had a couple players that were in the middle of restructuring contracts to make an offer. It would have yeah. probably been what six, seven. If y'all were offering six, it would have probably been like seven, eight. That's yeah. not thirteen. <laughs> The Chiefs have a little bit more flexibility, and they're also trying to work out a deal with Chris Jones at the moment, and that was going to free up some more money too. So you probably could have got twelve from the Chiefs. Right. I don't know if the Chiefs would have given him twelve though. Like I think, I think they're if you not. got any, I think, but I, I think if you got any word, this is why I say it's, it's the difference between like, do you do you want to win or a business decision? He gonna win in life. He got thirteen million dollars per. But it's, do you want to go with? If you if you not do you want to go with, but if you know for a fact, like if someone calls you and says, "Hey man, watch out, the Chiefs might give you twelve, and the Titans are giving you twenty six for two, like that's thirteen a piece, like you're probably gonna look at that and say, "Let me talk to the Chiefs real quick because I can sacrifice one million dollars to yeah. out of out of out of thirteen, I can sacrifice one to go get a bowl." I'm thinking people yeah. are probably offering them around like six or seven, maybe eight at the most, and the Titans said, "We will give you 13. And he said, I have no choice but to sign this. Hey, but the crazy thing about that, though, is uh, y'all see what they rated him in Madden? He's, he's in the 90s, bro. No, he's, he's still that 90s. cold. No, I, no, I think cold. he's – Now, he's now I, I did say I did say this, though. I did say that he goes to the place where wide receivers go to die and finish their career and not be heard from again in Tennessee. But we'll get into the Madden ratings. Yeah, there's some attributes he has that makes him – eligible for being in the upper 90s just for the way he hey, plays the game i remember when that used to be the bills chris remember that wide receivers running backs that's where you go to die into your career <laughs> hey not anymore. <laughs> not anymore now the titans <laughs> now it's the titans yes you are 100 so in, i'm gonna say in closing before boogie move us on in closing good move for hopkins as a as a person but as a football move nah yeah, I, I think the consensus here is that he should have ring chased. Um, you know, I mean, look, you know, I would, I would, I would have went for a contender, a one year for a contender, and try to see what happens right there. And then, you know, I hey, can't you know, say that. I mean, look, if someone, you know, if, if someone was to put that discrepancy of money in front of me, if someone was to say, "Hey, man, you can make seven to eight more, eight more million dollars in this other place, and you always play with bum quarterbacks, anyways." Like, hey man, and you know I, that this team is gonna compete. Like, let let me not shit on the Titans as if they're not going to compete in the AFC South. You got the Texans, the Titans, the the Jaguars, uh, Jaguars and the Colts. So, like, as an NFL player in their career, if they make the playoffs, Hopkins can look up and say, "Shit, I did. We supposed to do? We won the division and made the playoffs." You yeah, know what let's say they have a good season. Are you really expecting anything more? Nine and eight from them. No, but I'm sitting there. Oh, I'm thinking know. of. I'm thinking of. If I'm DeAndre Hopkins. I just made thirteen million dollars for getting the team maybe three more wins. That's a lot. Three wins. You, you giving them three? I'd say one, one and a half. No, no. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if they're if they're getting if they're what they finished last year. What was their what was the record last year? They were in the playoff uh, squabble. Uh, so yeah, they they kind of turned it on at the end. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm know, saying like with the way. Yeah, like division's really bad. Vrabel's, Vrabel's a really good coach. I'm just saying, if you look at from DeAndre Hopkins' position, he's like, if I get him to the playoffs, like they were seven and ten last year. 
Okay, so if they end up with 10 wins this year, or if they end up seven, lost seven straight division, at one point, if they win the division with this horrible division, because all you got to do is win the division. So we can talk about everything else, but all you got to do is win the division. And I'm thinking about them playing against everybody else in that division. And I'm saying they have a chance to make the playoffs. They, do they have a chance to win anything like significant as far as a bowl goes? No. But DeAndre Hopkins ain't thinking about that. Like he's getting seven more million dollars. Like if he if he goes to the Bills and don't win, the first thought to his head is gonna be fuck, fuck. This shit cost me seven million dollars that I ain't gonna get back. Like now, speaking from his, he like shit. I did, I play with bum QBs anyways. They gonna yeah. throw me the ball anyways. So shit, buddy, let's rock. Give yeah, me thirteen I, million. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, they ain't gonna he win shit. Going for the money because he ain't mm-hmm. getting nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see that. We need to talk with Traylon Burks, who's a, a second-year player that's still unproven. Like, they ain't got nothing. They don't even have a good tight end right now. So, I mean, you, they got Derrick Henry. Point, Go ahead and say it. Right. Yeah, you, at some point, it's, like. It's eight in the box and three on Hopkins. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Cover 11. And, and you know <laughs> what? And, and Burks, Burks going to catch a few, and then Hopkins going to catch a few, but that ain't going to lead to shit. But a first-round loss to another team's division winner. So last night on the chop up, they they asked me if D Hop was gonna get a thousand yards. Uh, with the Titans, I said, yeah, he'll get a thousand yards just because they ain't got nobody to throw to. Yeah. Right. He gonna get a thousand, and I'm gonna get what a jersey. You, so if what I, do win you put the, his, I win the bet, I get the jersey. What do you oh, put nice. his uh, over under at for catches? Oh, I would say seventy five. Oh. We, oh, we put it at seventy one, and all took the under. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he's getting a thousand. I don't think he's getting a thousand. I don't think he's getting over fifty-five catches. I think we get like sixty-four. But, 64. but think of it like this though. He, That's not on him he, though. He, he missed like six games last year, and he was pretty close to a thousand last year with true. the trash quarterback, right? So he, Ryan Tannehill, you got to think. Even though we probably don't like him as it, he he's okay, right? He's decent. He you know he's got good experience, so. I think he can get a thousand yards, maybe seventy-five balls. I think that's fair. Maybe six touchdowns. What would you that's put the over/under at for games played? Uh, I'm gonna give him thirteen. I, I think he he's gonna have a couple nagging injuries, just just out of spite. <laughs> just out of spite because he didn't go. To no, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm a good day. Like I'm not even thinking spiteful. I'm just thinking the way things go when Tennessee gets Roberts. Like I thought he was gonna play like maybe twelve games, maybe eleven. I mean, look, you know, we just got to go ahead and look in closing. I, I think that in, in reality, like D hop is very capable of getting a thousand yards. It just really depends on the, uh, you know, on the quarterback scheme and health and scheme. And well, know. I don't think it depends on the quarterback because he's shown us time and time again, he can get a thousand yards without a good quarterback. It depends on the scheme and which way they go with the ball. Yeah. I just really think that they're going to be run dominant. Of course, you have Henry. Why would you not be? And then on top of that, with being run dominant, like like Sterling said, like you have an unproven guy in Burks. Like you got to see if he can prove it. Like you have to see. So there's more targets going out the window, whether they're completions or not. The targets, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to get your shots up. So that's gonna take away from what D Hop can do. That's why I'm coming down to like mm, 55, maybe. And what I'm what I'm expecting to see is a lot a lot more of what you've seen in Houston. A lot of the uh, you know play action. Um, Having you know how you know running some more familiar routes, like yeah, in Houston, uh, catching passes off the play action. So, um, I think you know if they if they do that, he's getting a thousand, and he can very well get like upwards to seventy. 
uh, catches in the season. Um, because, like you said, like, you know, like how Sterling, you know, pointed out, you only played a fraction of the, you know, part of the season um, from the suspension, mm-hmm. and he still was scratching at a 1,000. So, you know, apparently he still has something left in the tank, uh, but it's just interesting to see, you know, because we all know that recently the Tennessee Titans is where wide receivers go to die. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and segue to the next uh, topic here, <laughs> a position that's definitely on life support uh, that is uh, dying uh, as far as value in the eyes of a lot of GMs and higher-ups. Uh, but you can't say that to these guys. Uh, the group of running backs, we already talked about this a couple of what, uh, weeks ago, uh, about the value of the running back position, but uh, a couple of running backs went to social media and expressed their feelings and support for uh, Saquon Barkley and his holdout to trying to get his money. Um, and a lot of them also, you know, laminated on, you know, a couple of issues that how they've been feeling, uh, how the league – Use them. All right. So, what you classify it as a pity party? Uh, would I classify it as a pity party? I wouldn't. No, I think they their grievances are are. You know, I think I, I think they do have some legit grievances. You know, it was it's like fucked up situation. As, you know, like so. I and, I, and then bringing the, this this subject up. I mean, we covered this a couple of weeks ago. And I told you guys I was watching a stream of YouTuber, a guy called Not the Not an Expert, and he does a lot of sports streams and games and shit like that. Um, and one of the things he was playing was NFL head coach, and you know they had the uh, Darren McFadden uh, draft class there. And while he was kind of you know doing his stream and doing his thing, the one thing he said that stuck out to me, like I said last time, was when did running backs get so valued so high? And I'm like, bro, you must be like fucking. Like only like twenty two or something like that, yeah. like because because uh, you know back in the day, you know if you didn't have a running back, he wasn't shit. Um, and you know I couldn't remember who it was. It might have been uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I, I might be mistaken. You know, do not quote me on this. But one of them took to the Twitter and said, you know, you can look it up. Or was it uh, Najee Harris? Uh, where they said that you know all the teams that win the Super Bowl have the a good running game or a good running presence says you got to look it up. The best teams had to have a running game. Now um, let's just talk about, you know, uh, kind of a little bit more of the same uh, is the value of the running back. Uh, if this was stock, would you be buying the value of the running back? Can I go first on this one? There's a perfect storm of three things working against the, against the running back. Mm-hmm. Let's put the owner's cap on. The owner's cap, points, points sell tickets. People are paying more and more for football tickets. Chicks dig the long ball. You want to see the ball thrown all over the park. That's what you got that quarterback for or you're trying to get that quarterback for. So the passing game is just taking over. And, and when you're talking about a business, people want to see points on the board and, and they want to see the ball being thrown. Two, let's talk about a GM, uh, which ties into three, production. If I'm the GM, I'm trying to get the, the most cost-effective people at, at every position I can. If I can get – if the skill set and the talent is easily replicated, I can find more people to pay that that brings the price down. Just like if we're playing T-ball, it's easier to hit a ball off a tee than it is to hit a fucking 95-mile-an-hour MLB fastball. So it, there's a lot more people that I can get and hire to be on my T-ball team than I can on my MLB team hitting those fastballs. So if I'm now trying to replace a T-ball player – 
the, the the overall value and price of that comes down because I can throw a rock and find somebody that can hit a ball off a tee. That's kind of where the running back position is going or, or has gotten to. All right. I'm yeah, just, but we're, not, but we're not talking about any running backs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you got guys like Saquon Barkley, Derek Kane, Rialva, Kamara, you know, the top tier guys, those you can't replace those kind of guys. Like, they're they they deserve, in my opinion, they deserve to be paid for what they what they do. And I think how much are those the, teams winning with them? That's not that's not what I we're not talking about wins. We're talking about value and what they produce on the field. Those are elite running backs at the position, and they shouldn't be marginalized. I'm not saying you have to pay them 20, 30 million. I'm not saying that, but what they're getting paid right now is just not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. And I put that, I place that on the owners. I place that on uh, the NFL Players Association. They got to do better. They got to do better at the negotiating table because they're going to have to figure out you, what you're going to have is people just not going to play running back anymore. They're just not going to do it. Is the running back and, position really a, a long-term position in the NFL? It, 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 just like kicker, kicker is. Why, why? So why are we marginalizing running backs? They're trying to get the kicker out of the game too. But they're not. The, the kicker will never be taken out of the game. Maybe special teams kickoff, punt return, all that kind of stuff may be adjusted. But you'll never. Three points is still important. It's still important. It's important part of the game. You you you, you can't have uh, offenses don't work without running backs. They they have a part to play. Like we. You know, people talk about like they're just they just they're nothing, and that, I just think that's kind of overboard. You know, I think there's a happy medium there, but when you look at you know, number three wide receivers are making more than starting running backs. That's kind of crazy to me. You know, so when you think about it, there are kickers that are making more money than the starting running backs in the league, and it's like, okay, that's kind of crazy to me. So I think they got to fix that. That's um, not. I, I find that I find he's 100 percent correct. What's um, the fit? What's the fix, though? You can't tell people to just spend more money can. for the sake of spending oh, no, more money. You can. You, you can. The, the the NFL they make over twenty billion in extra money each year, and they split that between thirty two teams. They can fix it. They can fix like 40 it. Million yeah, but I'm saying if I'm if, but if I'm under a salary cap, the goal of everything is to get it as cheap as possible so I can get more talent. So how, why what is what is the mechanism to tell me to pay more for a running back than I need to? And, can I, and fuck can up I, my cap. Can I tell everybody what the mechanism is? Because I've let I've let Chris go. I let Sterling go. And I and I just I want to look back to like, do you want to win? Because every team that you look at that refuses to pay a running back or refuses to get a running back that they can pay, all these teams are void of a Super Bowl, except for teams that have Pat Mahomes, Peyton Manning. Um, Tom Brady, even he had dope running backs and he said he needed dope running backs. So like, I think it's, this comes down to like the, this thing that goes on. And, and I've, I've said this before with y'all and like this thing that goes on in football with just doing dumb ass shit, just because like you need a running back, you need a cold running back. And it's not for the talent part of having the running back. It's for the leadership quality that a great running back uh, brings. I'm scared as hell having the Dallas Cowboys come out without Ezekiel Elliott. Not because I don't know Ezekiel Elliott can't run a 4-3 anymore and he slowed down, because the leadership quality. The Giants are going to suck. And if the Giants are good, then Brian Dayball deserves way more money than anybody can ever offer him at all. Running backs are a – running back – he does. Running backs are a vital position – the fact that people are trying to dumb it down and and Chris, you're that's the that's the conundrum, Chris, because you're right. Right now, people have talked their way into a position of 
running backs don't don't mean that much. Running backs don't deserve that much. But the facts state that like you do need a cold running back. If running backs weren't held out of such a shitty value, Pacheco wouldn't play for the Chiefs. So you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, these things wouldn't happen where these teams are out here. Like I could just put anybody in, and because he gets four yards per carry, we can say that he did his job. Analytics be damned. Like fuck them. Like Saquon Barkley is the leader of the Giants. The fact that they don't want to pay him premium, like two million dollars more or however many, like it's crazy. That's the leader of your team. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. You know from having Thomas. You know from I know from having Emmitt Smith. They wouldn't have made the playoffs if, if Saquon wasn't Saquon. Bro, we can, go through, the his, we can go through the history of all the NFL teams and champions. In the last 10 years, only a couple of these teams you can look at and say they did not have a running back. You know, only a couple of them. Like, you can, you can tell me about Tampa Bay and say, oh, yeah, Tom Brady. Little Fournette was running motherfuckers over. With the Denver Broncos, they had Peyton Manning. Take out the top five quarterbacks ever to do it. The Eagles had a run game when they beat the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Like I like if, like having a run game and and having a prime time running back can be two different things. But I think it's just gone like way too. It's gone way left. Like let the me, fact that let, you're not paying Saquon Barkley is crazy. That's let, nuts. Let me let me tie in Madden into this a little bit, just to give an example of my mindset that I feel like is probably the mindset of offensive coordinators and offensive-minded head coaches, at least to some extent. I don't really want a franchise star running back on my team because in order for those guys to hit their best potential and to be the best value to my team, they have to get at least 25 touches a game. You have to get them their touches. In other words, you're, you're not getting the value out of a great running back talent like that. So if I now go into every game committing at least 25 touches to this one guy, that completely alters and, and neuters my game plan and style to get the ball all over the, all over the park in the field. And, and I, I don't want that, that, that ball and chain tied around my game plan and scheme that this guy, no matter what we do, has to get 25-plus. But if that guy getting you 25-plus wins you games, what does that other shit matter? What? what? Right now, in the league, in the past two seasons, what team with a with a feature back that's getting, I'd say, over seventy five percent of the touches is is winning games above the average team in the league? That wouldn't that wouldn't apply to today's game because no one's everybody's buying into what you just said. Like everybody's buying into the fact that you don't need a feature running back. So of course, the data for that is going to be Colts, flawed. The, Colt, it's not the Colts have a feature running back. They got probably maybe hurt. one of the best running back in, he back was in hurt. the league. Okay, he, was he, he wasn't hurt the season before. He was hurt. Well, I, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. He was hurt. Now we talk about Nick Chubb. Now and he almost single handedly beat the Bills. So I definitely see the value in it because he put up like two fifty on this, them. This this conversation turns into what's more valuable, and the bigger conversation is we shouldn't have players capped by what's position. more replaceable production wise. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because obviously we see these teams that replace these running backs besides the ones that have Patrick Mahomes, they lose. I have said repeatedly, if the Buffalo Bills come out right now and say, you know what, Saquon, we'll trade for you. We'll come pay you the money that you want to be paid and you come to our team. Would you be fucked later? Yes. But would you win a Super Bowl? Yes. You would win. I, I I don't think so. Why not? That, because I think the, it. I think it waters down your greatest asset, which is Josh Allen. 
because Saquon re- Barkley needs twenty five plus touches. But the, okay, but you, what you're falling, what you, what that point is totally oblivious to the fact of is in those twenty five carries, Josh Allen, De- Daniel Jones, whoever is not going to have to do the work that you would want that you would need him to do, not want that you would need him to do with him taking what? Well, how many snaps in an NFL game? The average is about uh, it's like sixty three to seventy. Seven. So, so we got 70 snaps. So you're talking about 55 snaps for a quarterback that we're calling Josh. We'll, we'll use your quarterback. Hell, we'll use mine. If I give your motherfucking ass 50 snaps to do something right, you damn right I need to give him 25 carries. If he's a Saquon Barkley, if he's a, a Dalvin Cook, you know, if he's one of these type guys, yes! Because his his twenty, you're you're thinking of what the NFL wants, Chris. Like you're thinking of what the NFL wants and what they want to see. The big machine, they want throwing touchdowns. They want people to see the quarterback doing his thing. I'm talking about football. If I give Saquon Barkley the ball 25 times, he gets me 200 yards and two TDs. I don't give a fuck about them other 55 55 carries that has to do with Saquon. I'm looking at the quarterback. Like, look, bro. We done done 25 carries with this other guy. We done got one to two touchdowns and about two, 175 to 200 yards. He's doing his job. You have 55 opportunities to do yours. Why are we sitting here talking about we can't deal with the running backs getting there, getting theirs? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or my bad. Yeah, 55 opportunities to do yours or 45, whatever. 45, my bad. 45 opportunities to do yours. You still have 45 opportunities. So you're sitting here telling me literally. Well, Chris is making the point that NFL teams are sitting here telling us literally, you need 70-plus opportunities, man. This is why all the quarterbacks suck. You're not a fucking starter, bro. Like, the best quarterbacks do not need that. If you give Josh Allen 45 to 50 attempts in the game and you draw good plays, Chris, you know you're going to get dubs. You're going to win games. This comes down to what you want to see. Versus, do you want to win? And the NFL is the one league that is notorious for doing so, dumbass shit. Just, to, just, just to be like, listen, yo, we. We're I, I think part of the the thing you have I to factor into the equation here. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the last things I'll say on it. You're probably preaching to the wrong choir on this one, talking to me about it. Why? Because the only fucking position the Bills got right for 18 straight years and missed the playoffs every single straight year was the running back position. Year in and year out, they had two, three studs at running back. Great running. Running backs that didn't get enough touches. Fucking C.J. Spiller averaged 5.5 yards of carry yeah. one season. Didn't give him enough touches. Friggin' McCoy. You had McGahee for a little bit. You had Fred Jackson. You had, you had just Bro. one after Y'all another. Had after Marshawn another. Lynch young. Marsh, Marshawn Lynch. But it's the only position they got right, and it never was enough. Do we have a dominant running game? We were in the top five in running offenses the entire friggin' era of the drought. And the problem was everybody was going insane. The entire NFL is moving to throwing the ball, and you're running the ball 30 to 40 fucking no, no, times a no, game. No, that's, no one that's, cares if you're the number one rushing offense if you've got a fucking peace shooter playing That's the problem. That's the problem. That See, what you just said is it. The NFL, not you, Chris, you brought up a great point because it's the point I want to make. The NFL, football in general does dumb shit like that, bro. Like, if they will do something like, hey, man, we have a dope-ass running back. Let's go get a pea shooter. Let's go. Let's go get a guy that we know can't get it done. We're gonna draft him and pump him up and say, "Oh, we think so." Daniel Jones is is poster boy number one. 
The only reason Daniel Jones gets any fucking stats, whatever, when he does get stats, is because he's got Saquon Barkley back there. You want like, to know so the, to, you, the running back? The running back position needs to evolve. And and, and the, the crazy part is, it needs to evolve to where it was for some players in the '90s. You want to know the running backs that would get paid in this era? The Marshall Falks, the Thurman Thomases, the ones that can can interject between the passing game and the running game and, and go back well, and forth, flex out, play wide receiver. I think you get those mixed players, and I'll pay you all fucking day. Okay, well, look, look, I think that that's where the NFL is making a mistake. Because if I'm a GM, I'm playing to my players' strengths. Like that to me, this is not like to you, Chris, or anybody, this is not a shame. Like to me, that is the craziest thing to ever hear GM say is like, oh, because the way the NFL is going, I have to do da da da. No, fuck that. If I have a no, Derrick Henry, by not no, I'm, by, I'm, by no, not no, I'm, evolving I'm just, in that direction, they were losing more and more ground, me, and it was obvious me, and against every team they played. To me, right. to me, you're right in the sense of not evolving with what the league and the business is doing. But as far as football, now as far as football is concerned, like nah, bro, like you got to run every team that has a running back succeeds. We. Fuck the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl because they just gave you 18 give... years of great running backs that didn't succeed. But y'all didn't have a quarterback, so I, I hate when people try to put the fact that hey, we got one great position, but the most important position we sucked at. That like you can't do this is football. You have to have a good quarterback, and All you right. have to have you have to have good players around that quarterback. But you can't sit there and tell me that if you gonna come out here with a quarterback that can't make a Pro Bowl at all. You know what I'm saying? They say, oh, we got top five running back. It don't matter. You don't have a quarterback. That's like going out there with a – we have a top five offense. How many times have we seen it? We got a top five offense, top five defense. Could make the final right. playoffs. So, yeah. So, um, we are, you know, in, in a spirited uh, uh, debate I'm gonna, here. I'm going to sweat logic in here, too. Yeah. I'm dying. All right. So, look, uh, we're going to go ahead and get to the next segment. We in a debate, but I think we all agree that this running back yeah. shit is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it is. Um, I, I think the market has spoken. I mean, you got to change. But that didn't, that didn't speak to right, hey, 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 like, like We all know the market has spoken. Like, look, so in closing, you know, you do got to, you know, elevate your game because I personally will pay the guys that do more more money. Oh, dude, Thurman it, Thomas would be unbelievable in yes. this era. Um, because you, you know, want I, feel, I, feel, I feel the same way about, you know, about, uh, you know, the, the running backs in today that, 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 that um, play in that same fashion, like, you know, you have a McCaffrey, uh, Alvin Kamara, players like that. But uh, McCaffrey we proved it. Ahead to and talk about uh, Madden. Um, we have a uh, we have Madden coming out uh, next month. Uh, this is for, for this part for the gamers. You know, people that you know do indulge uh, in, in the video games. Uh, look, so Madden has started releasing their uh, their ratings uh, ahead of time, ahead of the release as they usually do. Uh, and as we know, sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a very uh, spirited debate. Some players, they hate their ratings. Some players, they love their ratings. And, you know, the fans and, you know, fan base, we we we, we fight and scrap over, you know, uh, over our, our thoughts and our beliefs. And sometimes, you know, Madden, you know, most times they don't get it right. Um, so let's go ahead and make our own 99 Club, our Sports Sushi 99 Club. <laughs> well, this is how it's going to work here, all right? It's no separate list. It has to be done collectively. And just like any other, you know, uh, decent place, uh, we will have a voting system where, the, you know, the majority would outrank uh, the mi minority. And that is how we will go ahead and have our consensus here. Can with, I 
can I get a, a preliminary question to get your What's guys' that? opinion on the 99 first? Okay. When you hear 99 for an overall rating in the scope of Madden, do you consider that 99 to be you're one of the best players of your era right now or you're one of the best players ever to play the game? Because I think there's two different types of 99 ratings it, there. It, so you're one of the best there. players playing at the time right now, yeah. and we need you to be able to complete some things on the game that can only be completed when you're 99, which we'll get into niche up. All right, so look, I'm just going to start it off. Um, we have a couple of ratings here, but uh, only uh, two so far have been oh, – well, no, three, I'm sorry – has been released as a 99 Zach Martin of the Cowboys. Uh Justin well Jefferson. deserved. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. You know what? It pissed me off because that was my, my deserved uh a pick, but I got another one. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings, well and Aaron of the LA Rams, uh all received 99 ratings. And I think the quarterbacks and receivers will be no uh, quarterbacks and corners, I think they said. Uh, will be out by the end of this week, uh, by Friday. See, Aaron Donald's a great example to me. Do you consider Aaron Donald to be as good as Aaron Donald was two years ago, three years ago? No, but do you consider Aaron Donald to be lesser than any other guy at his position? No. So, like, my general philosophy is I think the ratings all need to be squished down a little bit. So you've got the high high 90s ranges to rate players against all-time players around there and i just think it no, you're right that's what no you're right yeah. that's what fifa does I, I play fifa that's what fifa does or 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 ea sports fc that's what it does because guys like ronaldo be rated like a 93 like on madden they'd be rated 99 oh god mode you know what i'm saying but on fifa they're not rated higher than pele you know what i'm saying yeah. or, or or you know what i'm saying so i agree with you chris but i also know like we're dealing with what we got in the moment you know what I'm saying? So, like, Madden does in the moment. So, they're going to grade them 99 as far as what Justin Jefferson is graded towards against other guys, you know, that when you play, play now. These ratings, to me, these ratings, I think Madden needs to treat itself as it needs to in sections. These are play now ratings. If you was to pick up the sticks, play with your homie, just a play now game, no franchise, no fantasy, nothing like that. You just to play with your homie. These are the ratings you get. And I think if you do play with the teams nowadays, they, they was on point. Like, Justin Jefferson is the best receiver. I'm biased. You know, so y'all you know guys, me. So I, you guys think that the 99 <laughs> players should be the, the best player currently at that position and then everybody's rate, rated back off that? Um, Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that because when you get into, like, legends and stuff like that, that's the, that's the debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is that guy – He's a he's a 99 this year. Like, is Darrell Reeves as good as Deion Sanders? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the debate that you get into. You know what I'm saying? Is Sauce Gardner going to be as good as these? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't mind that. And it's a video game. So, I don't mind that. Um, there's other things. There's other things that are more pressing in Madden. Um, but I don't, well, I don't really mind too much. All right. But speaking on Aaron Donald here, I just read that for the seventh consecutive season, Los Angeles Rams defensive end Aaron Donald was awarded a 99 rating. Um, so, he's – Previously tied with Peyton Manning, so he is, you know, I guess. You know, I mean, the question comes to, like, that's why I asked the question, because I, I agree with what a lot of Chris is saying, but I also have to say, like, the game is built off of this year, 2024. What defensive tackle are you putting ahead of Aaron Donald? Okay. I mean, I'm not putting uh, 
Well, you talking about defensive end. I mean, defensive tackle. I'm I mean, my bad. Defensive. He plays everywhere on the line. Yeah. But my bad. Right yeah, end. What? I, what, I, I, I just. I looked it up. Yeah. Right end. So, what right end are you putting over him? You know, I can. We can look up the. Hold on. Let me see. We can go by position. I just went on the website. So he plays right, right defensive end. So if he plays right defensive end, we filter it through there. Apply that. Let me see. Wait for it to load up. And it's still brought up. So, like, the next right end below him is Miles Garrett at a 98. And then Nick Bosa. We can we can sit here and argue back and forth who's better, Nick Bosa or Miles Garrett. We can argue. Neither of them is better than, than Aaron Donald. So, I think that's where they get their 99 from, which right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind that. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the – the process of uh, selecting our five uh, members of the Sports Sushi 99 Club and uh, the Madden Ravens uh, having well, the ratings for the positions, uh, cornerback, tight ends, quarter, uh, cornerbacks, linebackers, punters, kickers, and fullbacks will be completed by Friday. So we, out of the ones that we have released, we only have three so far, um, but our list might, you know, might have the same, might, might, might differ. So let's just go ahead and let's start with the quarterback position because this is going to be very fun. Uh, who out of the uh, quarterback positions are we putting in for the 99 club? I think I think you have to do Mahomes is is bitter as that pill is, but yeah. You got to. I mean that's you know I don't think that nobody would make an argument, you know, against that. Um I got I one. I think the second person might be uh, uh, raging on that list might be Burrow. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, yes. And with Josh uh, Allen uh, probably tying or, you know, coming in at third. No, I think – I think I, I put Allen like a 96 or 7. Do you see, here's – and you know what? And, I, and I'm glad that you said that because I'd probably go like 97. But Josh Allen is one of those guys, like if we're talking purely gaming, like he's going to have like the 99 throwing yep. power. He's you know gonna be like that. And ability to run and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, a guy like Burrow, to me, is a 99. Like, that guy is a – like, every stat that he has is going to be above 90 when – above 95 when it comes to quarterbacking. Short pass throw. Medium throw. Deep throw. It may not be 99 arm strength. All of it may not be 99, but all of it's going to be above, like, 95. Maybe arm well arm strength probably would be. He just don't throw it like a he don't throw it like ah like yeah, no actually Lamar that. I'll say this goes Lamar Jackson is the Vic of Madden. That is, Lamar Jackson is the Vic is the tall Vic of real life. Like one thing I have noticed in in the twenty four demo is you can run people over with Allen now. Yes, I played a lot of people with the Bills and Jesus Christ, he is like <laughs> Mike Allstock. Like it's crazy. No, he's like he's like he's like for real. Win, lose, or draw. Like, but I will say this: getting into like that part of Madden, that's a good thing though. That's a good thing because he well, should have he that should quality. Yeah, him and him and Jalen Hurts have that quality, and no one else really should. Right. And they and they do. But okay, so a little bit. All right, so we have two for for Mahomes, one for Burrow. So we're just gonna go ahead. We'll have uh, two to one for Mahomes. On this one, all right. So let's talk with uh, the linebackers here. Um, they've already uh, released uh, Michael Parsons' uh, rating as a defensive end. Me personally, I feel this is this is my pick that 
I, I, I'm going for Michael Parsons for my uh, submission for the 99 club. The sports Madden club. loves that fucking player Dude, way too much. He way had, too much. He got to be a 99. That's that's my pick. Okay. That's they, that's they the can't give him 99 speed, 99 acceleration again. That's just stupid. But he does have that though. He is really? a fucking nightmare. Parsons going even. stride for stride with Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no it, it is crazy. But that you ain't that a card or something? Like he has oh, like bro. ninety. He has like ninety. He has like ninety. Like what? That's not a mud card. That's not a mud card. That, that's a that's real. I, no, 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 no. I'm saying he doesn't have ninety nine acceleration. He has like ninety six, but he runs a four three. And which I want wrong to hands. Do. It's just not even worth playing the game. Yeah, but. But that, that's a whole nother story for a different day. I'm just saying, as far as the ratings guy goes, like he runs a four three. So well, like, I think like my submission is Michael insane. Parsons, Sports Sushi 99 Club. Yeah. Do we agree? Be. Yeah, do he's gonna agree? be. All right. He's gonna be. So we have two Pat by week by week by week three. Oh no, no, yes, most definitely. But before this is, this is officially week. strip sushi. For yeah. every 10 minutes this show continues, I'm taking another article of clothing off. Okay, look. So, yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, <laughs> shit. Let's get it popping. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll leave this shit right, right now. All right. Look, <laughs> look, we got a lot of shows to go through. We got to get our third pick. So, who's the third? Uh, who's the third guy we're putting up? What else, what else did they release? They released wide receivers, linebackers, uh, running backs, offensive linemen, and Safeties, and then, we gotta do running backs. Uh, um, I mean, me personally, I, I hang it on McCaffrey just just because. I, I will say this. Though. Can I say this? Shout out to Nick Chubb because for getting a ninety nine and being the top one because that means he got ninety seven. Nick Chubb is ninety nine. No, I'm looking at he's ninety seven. And Nick Chubb is ninety nine. Oh, no, I'm looking at the ratings. They got they gave him ninety seven. We need to fact check that because Nick Chubb is yeah. the high. Was he? Is he the highest rater? He might have yes. like a truck ability. He's the highest rater running back though, isn't he? Yes. Yes. What's yes. his What's his morale currently at? Uh, we don't. It know. Don't matter. <laughs> well, I mean, it determines whether he's a ninety-seven or ninety-nine. Now no, we got to we got to figure out what happens when he gets back from the massage parlor with Deshaun. But anyways, now uh, I, I like the fact that Nick Chubb is up there. I like the fact that McCaffrey is also up there. There's two different, to- totally different types of running backs. Oh, excuse me. I will say. I don't know, like the only other running back that I would say might excuse me, might deserve to be up to that. I think he was only like a ninety-four is Henry. People may be like, Russell, you're crazy, but I think ninety-four is I think Henry's like a ninety-four overall. Yes, he is. Bullshit. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. I love Nick Chubb. I love Christian McCaffrey. If you put Henry on the 49ers, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. If you put Henry on any team that the Bengals, they're going to win Super. If you put if you put Henry on any team with a comparable quarterback that can win games, if the Bills get Henry, what y'all going to do, Chris? I'm not going to take the bait. What y'all going to do though? Even even if you don't have to give him 25, let's say let's say the Bills. So get I was Henry. all for the Bills offering up to a third round pick for Henry if they could if they could have got him for that, but. What what if you want to? What if I could sit here and tell you if you got Henry, you would win a Super Bowl. He's not worth a first just, round pick. I don't think. I don't think that that's you haven't been to the Super Bowl since I've been. I don't think school. the running back is why they're not making it to the Super Bowl because I can I'm get a two thousand yard running back in that backfield, and I'm still going to have a coach. It's a jackass. Up. 
that here this is what this is where it comes back to the original the original debate and everything that we're talking about i'm not asking even when you, i didn't take the bait i still get roped it back in but hey fishing no i mean like no like no it's, it will be that as it may it all comes back to the fact that it's not about what you would want with the running back and all the numbers i'm asking you if you had this piece in this piece could win you the game, would you do it? This is why I call the NFL right. stupid. The wrong, because, the wrong wait, 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 you know how I was up. the first one screaming from McDermott's head? A long, long time ago, I was the first one saying, running backs are assholes. They're a dime a dozen. Stop paying these motherfuckers. That was like early 2000s, man. Peep this. And, the, and the, two things can be right at once. Running backs, the, it is a position that is oversaturated and that you can find one for a low price. But as the Seattle Seahawks, should have ran that ball. There is that, no person. Hold up. And, and another great example. No, 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 it no, doesn't no, matter how great your running back is if your coach is a moron. But that, but that, but that completes my point. Do you want to win, or do you want to fucking look cool in the eyes of people that watch the Bro. game? Because people if, that want to win, they will put their I'm running back this, out there. It's going to sound funny. It's going to sound ridiculous. But I'm I'm a, a thousand percent sincere on this. I'll even clip it and let every jackass on Twitter tear me apart for it. If we acquired Derrick Henry, I'd rather put Derrick Henry at head fucking coach than in my goddamn backfield. You're crazy. All right. <laughs> so. Crazy. But uh, see, now I just want everybody to listen to what he just said. He would he would rather have God knows who at running back, who they've lost with. That you can count them. We don't need we don't need to go through it. Y'all have had different running backs. They'd rather go get a guy that is proven that's going to make the job easier for. I just I don't get it. I may I think, be stupid. I think, I think Derrick Henry helps my team more by replacing my coach. So I that's think, really, I, I think oh, well, that's a totally different argument. Do, do a better job and have more right. and well, stones. Chris, okay, you look. think me, me, you, and Boogie can do a better job than Sean McDermott? He does. He definitely does. Uh, I've got look. more coaching experience than he does. All right, look. So, dude, I've coached thousands of games. All right, thousands all right. of games. I've all made right. the same decisions he has. The clock management, the personnel, the freaking orientation of the of the team, when to go for it on fourth downs. Freaking, I mean, all the same decisions are replicated in Madden. I've done thousands of games. Fuck he him. Yes, and Chris really thinks that he can. These are mental reps. Coach always tells him get the mental reps in. I've got the shit out of the mental reps. Come at me, bro. All day long, I'll go against him with, with analytics. Okay. All right, look. Let's go ahead. Analytics, analytics don't win games. but yeah. All right, look, no, okay. they don't. But so does Stones and Gut Instinct. Combine all three together, and you're making well, like I said, Like I said, that's a different that's a different argument, whether whether McDermott has Stones or not. But, okay, look. So, it's not really an argument. So, so well, I'll leave that to Bill's Mafia. We're, we're getting off track here heavily. Uh, we have, Mike uh, McCarthy got Stones. Then 30 minutes here, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to scrap this this, this one. And we're going to go over to our bet stamp uh, segment here. Now, before we even get started here, I just want to say, God damn it, Holly Holmes. You, you, yeah. God damn. All right. The undefeated streak is over with. Hey, man, all good things must come to the end. But God damn it, Holly Holmes. I didn't even watch the fight. All I just seen was people on the, uh, on, on the comment section of Bleacher Report talking about she was in the ring looking like Joe Biden. And you know what? Damn. I was like, God damn! So at damn. least, at least, uh, uh, at least, uh, Russ actually got us in the win column. So thank you, Russ, for for. for uh, I want Chris to tell the people. Ghost you is off for saying? long episodes, but Ghost doesn't know it's 110 outside, and I'm in a room that's built off the garage, so it's probably about 130 in here. Yeah, so, so, I, so I've got my little neck collar on. 
That's what you get for not having a running back. Shit burns. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm the running back right now. I'm being yeah. ridden like a horse. Hey, we ain't gonna pay you. <laughs> All right, man. So yeah, I'm getting the same salary. All right, so Holly Holmes got me uh first ill in MMA, but uh what we're gonna do is uh all right, I'm, I'm I'm dipping back into the MMA, man. We're gonna cheer this motherfucker named Russ. We're not gonna scale over that motherfucking shit. Oh yeah, I Russ. see a green. I see a green by my name. Thank you, Rush. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right, hey, what did well, Roddy? What did Roddy say? Correctly. He's trying not to get swept, man. We yeah. uh, we were we were one and two last week. There was a couple of our first MMA losses. Russ did come through on on his baseball pick. Appreciate we are you, overall a, a 19 and 13. I cannot wait for football to get back to start having yeah. some like so shit cool. we actually know about to bet yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now college hurts, football, yeah. I got y'all. College football, I got y'all. Yeah, like like Chris said, the rest of this shit is roulette. I think this is our last week of bullshit because next week we can at least be junkies and start picking uh preseason games. Oh, right? fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, oh man, I can't support preseason betting. I mean, that's, I, I give, I give the, I give the 1 800, I give the 1 800 gambler, you know what I'm okay. saying? Don't, you know, which, which, which is more. Of a sign of degenerate gambling, gambling on NFL preseason or gambling on the Special Olympics. Special Olympics, easy, yeah. good show, easy, easy, good show. Before easy. I so, so least, hey, we're not at rock bottom then. We're, yeah, we're, we're, good. Not. we're not. We're still good, baby. Oh no, you're not at rock bottom. You're just at the bottom. You can still look yeah, down at other see. people. All right, Russ is our our only winning pick last week. You get to go first. Yep. What are you looking at? You already know what it is. Get it on this baseball. Let's see what we got. Scroll down. What day is it? Thursday. Um, let's go ahead and do. Let me see. Who Houston playing? Oakland. Oakland. Heavy That's a dub. That's a dub. That's an easy dub. So let's do two. Houston going to get a dub. That's your lock. You giving up the one and a half? Yep. Houston going to beat them by like three or four. Uh, and then we're going to go up, and we're going to go ahead, and we're going to go, uh, you know what? To make the people think that I know what I'm talking about, we're going to go a little bit of the San Francisco. No. Cincinnati. We're going to upset special. Cincinnati over the Giants. We're going with that. The plus one and a half. They're going to win by well, about two. So the, the plus one and a half is minus 140. But if you just go for the straight win, it's uh, 108. Plus 108. Now let's go for the straight win. Fuck it. All right. All right. So straight win. We're going to go with Cincinnati to win. We're going to go with uh, Houston. Continue to things going rolling. And, uh, yeah, baseball. Right. Hopefully we go 2-0. and oh. Boogie, we need a rebound from you here. Yeah, so let's get I'm, it. I'm gonna go with UFC. Uh, we have a card this weekend, and I am going with Johnny Parsons for the uh, our home team, but it's going to be an away team game. Uh, let's uh, get Johnny Parsons of uh, the U.S. Uh, the American to upset the uh, there he UK is. fighter. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he, and, and looking at it, and this is what I didn't do last time. I just was picking off the wishbone. Johnny Parsons is coming off a uh, five-game, uh, five-game, five-fight win, win streak here. So let's keep it going, uh, Johnny Parsons. All right. Um, so we've got uh, an upset against the Giants. 
we've got Johnny Parsons, and we've got what was the other baseball one, Russ? Well, he said he, he got the, what the Reds Houston, over the, oh, the the Reds, the Reds, the Reds for the win, and Houston keep it going minus one and a half. Reds and the Astros. So, yep, Reds, right. Reds is straight up one away. Can y'all see me? I don't know. Yeah. Sign up with betstamp.app slash sushi. You can also use sushi inside of Betstamp to sign up for all the different sports books. I believe you get a a, a promo code for your first deposit with each one of the books. Get your point shopping on. Find the best spreads. Get signed up and get ready for the NFL season. Russ, talk to the degenerates. Oh, yeah. All of you degenerates out there that can't figure out what's best food or gambling, it's food, motherfucker. It's food. Buy food for your kids and yourself first before you gamble. But those of us, those of us who have a problem, 1-800-GAMBLER, you know, call them, get your situation situated out. Believe me, you, me, you, me, and everybody, we know we love you. Don't gamble if you don't need to. Don't gamble if you don't have to. Gamble for fun and fun only. If you have a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER in all seriousness. Don't get fucked up out here in these streets. Uncle Sal will break, break your, your legs. legs. All right. So get those fingers ready. All right. Boy Rush, you're hey. cold. But uh we got Yeah, I'm froze. Can y'all hear me though? I'm froze. You, you, you yeah, I'm froze. I hope it's a good pick. It ain't, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Ah, <laughs> damn it. I'm out but, here in these streets. But we got our either or coming up. So Russ, I'm doing the dance. They can't see you. So you just gotta bring it in, baby. All right, all right. So Russ is uh, getting ready to start his uh, either or. He's trying to get situated for the viewers out there. Uh, and if you are viewing, do not forget hit the like, subscribe. If you're on Rumble, appreciate you for tuning in. If you're on which part of the ego, brother, bitches. Yeah. Um, and if you're on any other uh, service, please like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Ding, ding, bitch. What you got, all right. for Russ? All right, today's either or is going to be an either. This either or is brought to me by watching a lot of different. All right. I don't know. What All right. I'm watching a lot of different broadcasts and seeing a lot of different, basically, either was in it. This question got proposed to me by a homie that called me up and said, man, you're a T-Mac fan. What do you think about Paul George? We had a discussion. That made me come to say either or. Tracy McGrady or Paul George? You have the floor. Tracy McGrady. McGrady's one of my favorite athletes yeah. of all time. Okay, I, I had a feeling it'd be a landslide. Okay, so get your likes, uh, get your likes and comments. All the young, all the young people out there um, that watch that, that are watching that browse by, go ahead and get your get your tweets in, get your like, get your comments in. Um, yeah, it's a sweep. Now, the reason why I asked this is because a person called me and was like, uh, "Who's Shotgun?" He was the show. Shotgun called me and said, "You know, people are telling me that they're crazy for comparing Paul George to to Trace McGrady, and when you actually look at the two of them." It's not crazy. I just and don't think they're even like they're not similar players though. One's they are like very more similar. of a I think one's more of a power bulk player and the other one's more of a, a wiry uh long-framed uh, jumping, leaping, dunking player. I think both of them Paul George is a living embodiment of Tracy McGrady in today's game. Um now he and he's a better defender. Um but he, but but I will say, I, of course, y'all. If you know me, I'm picking T Mac. But I can't sit here and just let Paul George be pooped on, uh, because when you really dive into it, like it's kind of scary how similar they are. Thirteen seasons, sixteen seasons. Uh, of course, no NBA championships. Uh, Ten playoffs played to nine playoffs played. Uh, All Star games eight to seven in favor of Paul George. 
NBA All NBA first team. Paul George made it once. Tracy McGrady made it twice. All NBA teams all together. Uh, Paul George made it six. Tracy McGrady made it seven. All NBA defensive team. Here's where Paul George shines. PG has not more more of a defensive bag. Yes, an offensive bag. Fuck no. Um, it goes to love you, but that shit hell no. Um, all defensive first team, Paul George has done it twice. T-Mac has not done it at all. All defensive team, Paul George four times. T-Mac, none. Scoring leader, Trace McGrady, uh, two. Paul George, none. It's kind of like looking at Kawhi Leonard compared to to, uh, to um, KD. Um, and then you have steals leader, Paul George, compared to Trace McGrady, zero. Um, what it gets into is that Trace McGrady, wow, Tracy McGrady wowed us all. But Paul George played so much defense that we have seen him get burned so many times that we forget of how good of an offensive player he is. We're talking about maybe one point less per game in regular season with your best stats. One rebound less uh, for Trace McGrady. One assist more for Trace McGrady. One assist, one steal more for Paul George. One block more for Trace McGrady. So it's, it's all it's it it's T Mac. T-Mac doesn't have PG handle, but T-Mac had more of an offensive arsenal. PG might be the smoothest 6-9 handle that we've seen in a while. But even though you give it to T-Mac, it's not as much of a landslide. And the fact that Paul George does have a really smooth handle, does have incredible athleticism as did Chase McGrady. But what do y'all what do y'all think? Can I uh, can I swap out George for an alternative either or here on you guys' opinion? Was that McGrady versus Hardaway? Which one? Anthony. Fuck no, McGrady beats him ten times out of ten. That, that's just, a, just gonna throw, throw Penny and Little Penny under the bus like that? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing them under the bus. I think that. To even ask, I think that people don't realize because of the jokes and the playoff piece stuff, people don't realize how fucking awesome Paul George is. And today I went in and I watched about maybe an hour worth. I went and watched both of them, watch highlights, a little bit of game stuff. And like both of them are, were, were really dope, but there are opposites. It really is like watching a KD and a Kawhi. The difference is and why I give Paul George fans the nod here and say I won't I won't like argue with you that much is both of these guys can go for 40. Only one of them can stop the other guy from going for 40. And that's Paul George. Speaking or of will, defense. Will stop. Will stop. Speaking of defense, and as this is our only basketball segment on tap for the night, that fucking comedian that went back at Kevin oh, Durant is some of the greatest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. What's his name uh, yeah, Ryan Whit uh, <laughs> shit, Ryan Davis? I, I like I'm a, I'm a defensive Davis. guy. There's, I, I believe there's time and place for defense, but I would have never given basketball defense as much credibility as like I, I have a perspective of it now after listening to him break down how like oh this that per, you don't win without defense. Yeah, what did they guys, have? Guys that don't play defense don't have heart, and that's not that's not to say that Kevin Durant don't have heart because he does. That's just saying that the overall argument. Uh, no, 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 he shitted on him. He shitted on him, like for sure, for sure. He shitted on him, like <laughs> you never, you never make, you never make fun of fat motherfuckers that have jokes to tell because all they do is have jokes to tell. So you're gonna lose that a million times over. So Ryan Davis is gonna murder KD no matter how many times he did it. But I think it's more or less of like, like James Harden comes to mind. Like defense is heart. If you have heart, you'll play it. If you don't have heart, you won't. Like point blank, and that's not a shot at KD. 
That's just in general. If you have heart to play defense, you gonna play that shit. If not, you not. You not because you don't want to get. You don't want to suffer. Like Paul George had to suffer what happens. Here, let me put it this way: I'm watching Paul George highlights today, and Paul George film. I watch so many plays of Paul George meeting people at the rim and blocking their shit, stuffing it, peeling them like cookies. I'm talking about dudes trying to hit him with a crossover, and he ripping them like eighth graders, going down to the other end of the court. Paul George hurt himself on doing a 360 for the crowd. You know what I'm saying? That was dope. <laughs> no, but no, I'm just saying, like, that, and I don't think that's like like anti Paul. It's like, damn, what happened to you? You're like doing T Mac type shit for us. Like, but we're only thing we look at is Dame hit that game winner on you. Like, if you go look back, Paul George tied the game against LeBron led Heat with like two seconds left, hitting a 40, a 30 plus foot three pointer over Braun. No one remembers that shit. We make jokes about playoff P. But no one remembers his successes. So I think, like, when we look at the broad, like, overall, like, looking at it, like, I love T-Mac. But I may be wrong. Paul George may be better than him, bro. This man just like, tied I, himself all the way into George. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying it, it comes to the, it comes to the like, my heart tells me one thing. Because I love, like, people who know me, it's T-Mac and Carmelo, bro. Like, like that, like, that, them two are my favorite players ever. But when I, when I actually had this discussion, I was like, if you look at Paul George, Go watch Paul George. You'll be like, yo, this dude did all this and broke his leg in the middle of it. Like, like Paul George is pretty fucking awesome. And to be able to lock up anybody that you play against, like, except for, like, dominant forces, like, that make – that you you only get pub in the, in the, in the whole stratosphere. If you – Luka got pub because not just because he had dropped 30 in the playoffs. Luka got pub because he dropped 30 in the playoffs versus Kawhi PG. These two guys play defense and they try to play. If you drop 30 on James Harden, no one gives a fuck. James Harden ain't trying to play defense. Like, ain't trying to stop you. You drop 50 on Dirk, all right. Like, Dirk ain't trying to play defense like that. Like, that's not his job. Like, Paul George, like Kawhi Leonard, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pat Bev, like, these guys, like, that's that. I'm bringing them down to that level of guys that just play defense as a job because that's what they do. They play defense like a guy who's trying to make it in the league. T-Mac ain't do that. But we also have to go to the early 2000s. Both of y'all will agree with this. It was a time in basketball where you depended on your number one score more than any other time in basketball. If Dirk didn't go for 25 to 30 points a night, y'all wasn't winning. If Steve Francis didn't get them 25 to 30, y'all wasn't winning. You know what I'm saying? So it goes back to that too. So what we got to see from T-Mac is a lot more iso ball and a lot less sharing because teams ask you to do a lot more. So it's kind of weird with the whole generations things. But I think the shit on PG is kind of – you got to go watch that shit. Like, it's very close. I, 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 my heart tells me T-Mac, but my mind tells me Paul George. So way back in the day, Raptors games were the, were the NBA games I was able to go to. This is like an hour and a half drive from Buffalo to Toronto, and we used to party in Toronto all the time. Um, so we got to see, like, the early – mcgrady and and vince carter careers and i wish the two of those got the two of them got to play a little bit longer develop more together and play a little bit longer of a career together because i i I think they were both like in their first three years and they had like two years that they crossed over together you're you're right chris that was ego was Was it ego freaking well from can't have two jumpers well no no from what from what and you're right like because i remember the first time i got to see Trace McGrady. My dad took me to a Mavericks game, and I was like, 
it was like 1997 or something like that. It was like 1997, 98, or maybe 99. And I went to the game. My dad was like, yo, look, the sixth man, number one, he's going to check in, and he's the best player on the court. And that night, like, T-Mac went fucking nuts. Like, I was like, whoa, he really is the best player on the court. Like, he's he's scoring in every way possible. You don't have to run plays for him. He's tall, lanky, rangy. Vince Carter says something about – I hated T-Mac for this because Vince Carter says something about, like, yo, you can have the money. You can be the star of Toronto. I just want to play with you. And he still went to Orlando. So, like, decisions are made by players, whether it be – I'm not going to call it ego. Like, it's just the path you choose. Like, I, Chris, I 100% agree, bro. Like, I wish that he would have stayed in Toronto. I wish that they would have just been T-Mac and fucking Vince, bro. And they would have given <laughs> us some of the best fucking basketball like we would have ever seen in our lives. Because when you look at all the shit that – and even when you look at Vince Carter playing against the Magic – in Toronto, like you can see Vince Gar and Trace McGrady, like, like baby cuz, bro. Like, this isn't <laughs> what could have been, man. Yeah, like he's guarding, like, you can have these two points, bro, because we could have had so much more, you know what I'm saying? But give me T Mac, but Paul George shan't not be slept on. As, as a person that talks shit about Paul George, because one of my friends is a big Paul George fan, so anytime Paul George fuck up, I gotta talk shit. But to be completely honest, I love that motherfucking game. I think that people shit on him way, way, way too much just because Dame hit a fucking jumper on him and he had a bad uh, going against uh, Bogdanovich versus the the um, Utah Jazz. But shit, in one of those games, he hit like eight fucking threes. No one talks about that. All right. Well, just run out of time. We're going to head, we're gonna end it right here. Um, we will move our uh, Madden subject for uh, next week and we will continue the discussion on that. Uh, but for right now, we're going to go ahead and close out the show here. So, Chris, go ahead and roll that good old closing bean footage. Oh, well, fuck it. All right. So, all right, so uh, remember to like and subscribe. You can see the social medias down there at the bottom. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, go to the social medias to follow us. Uh, we will be back next Wednesday to continue our Madden discussion, and we will highlight more of the Madden release as it dropped and i think we'll be talking a little bit about nc uh not ncaa uh, ncaa and nba 2k let me just i was gonna get this in oh website website is coming uh uh august 1st so please tune in you will see weekly uh monthly contributions from us uh sports sushi crew and uh our uh other sports sushi uh, affiliates also there is a uh gamer league uh game league that you can join for xbox players Please uh, seek out our guy uh, Russ uh, and uh, uh, Couch Potato Gaming. Uh, those guys have a very you, great I, setup. I, yeah, I was gonna say if I'm not trying to step on toes, you know what I'm saying. This is just for the money players in the building who want to get a money play. We have a PS5 league. It's it's random. It's not gonna be a sports sushi league. It's a completely random PS5 league. If you down, you down. For the Xbox players, we will jump off a sports sushi league. I'm gonna try to get with a couple of my constituents. See how we can get this jumped off. Uh, for those that do watch Sports Sushi and have an Xbox. But if you just have an Xbox in general or a PS5 and you like really competitive gaming and really great communities, come fuck with me. You can DM me, uh, Big 30 The Truth on IG, Big 30 The Truth on Twitter. Just hit me a DM. You know what I'm saying? We'll get we'll get you linked up. What you need to do is CPG, CPG Gaming, Couch, Potato Gaming, the best connected franchise experience that you will ever have playing, man. All right, and for the yeah, PS5 know. players, uh, we will have a Sports Sushi uh, PS5 league uh, since most of us are 
uh, the cast crew. I think the only person that has an Xbox is Russell. But if you want to play with other guys, uh, we will have the Sports Sushi crew. Uh, we also have our own thing uh, set up outside of that, graphic gaming. Uh, but, again, we will have uh, both uh, Sports Sushi League set up for um, Xbox or PS5 uh, users. It's just, you know, some of us. And the Fantasy League, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, the, Fantasy the Fantasy League, league as well. So uh, we will incorporate that stamp into that uh, somehow, some way as well. So please be on the tune, uh, be on the lookout for that as well. And I will leave you with these words. Holly Holmes, you cost me my undefeated streak. I hate you. I was supposed to be like Goldberg, baby. I was supposed to come in here with the boom, 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 boom. Du, du. All that shit, but you ruined it, okay? So fuck it. Bye. Peace. But, but, but you didn't. I'm going to leave you with this. Oh, damn. <laughs>